What's up and welcome back to Major League Talk, episode 28, the Prince Fielder edition. I'm J.D. Johnston, your host. Always with me is the Houdini himself, Dino. What's happening? How we doing? Also with us today is the one and only De Palma. How are we, boys? Oh, doing great, man. Doing great. That was a great, uh, great voice right there, Dino. I don't even know what it sounded like, but we'll play <laughs> it back. Oh. <laughs> Personally, not doing so good. About to get whacked by this hurricane in Florida. It's where it's where me and Dino are at right now. You're up in PA, De Palma, right? Yeah, we don't get any hurricanes in Pennsylvania. No, that's not true. Well, dude, we got that one that one time, but it was just remnants. And I did get off work. I was working for the state of Pennsylvania. Got off work that day, but uh, we we get remnants of hurricanes. No, but technically, a blizzard is a hurricane. Then we get a lot of hurricanes. <laughs> Is that is that how it is though? Isn't it the same storm system of a hurricane? It's just with snow. No, that's a that's a nor'easter. Nah, that's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Yeah, yeah no, but- JD, I'm not gonna lie, bro. I'm shitting my pants a little bit. I'm not a Floridian. Yeah, see, I'm I'm not gonna lie. I think a lot of Floridians are more along the lines of just like they don't care until it's like. 10 minutes it's about to hit then they're like oh crap this is real because i'm not gonna lie a lot of the times and i have been through this so many times i mean i'm only 18 years old and i know i'm saying this i've been through it a lot a lot of times but (laughs) it's literally like the last like six hours when it's supposed to hit all of a sudden it takes like a hundred mile like jump towards like north and it just like completely like misses you i mean i'm not saying that's gonna happen it could very well hit us but i mean that has happened multiple times So, I mean, and I also think a lot of people, one of my pet peeves is when people overreact about stuff. I mean, what was it? Two days ago when this thing wasn't even supposed to even be near us, I couldn't get gas because some nut jobs think that like, it's going to be the end of the world, that they're filling up their cars now. And the thing's not even supposed to hit for another, at the time, another six days. Like you're going to run out of gas by then. Like, why are you like, everybody's got to freak out. There's no water. There's no bread. I was going to say, in PA, that you get uh, milk and bread. First of all. I am telling you, you can't find bread in Florida right now. (laughs) Well, good thing is I got bread and I got gas today. Cut a line of like 45 people went in the back dough. (laughs) Oh, you're a scumbag. (laughs) 100% a scumbag because the second I pulled up, they were like, hold off on pumping. We got to refuel it. And I was like, bet. (laughs) Fuck yeah. As I pulled that's some, out, that's something you learn in the seven one seven. That's what I'm saying, dude. I'm cutting that shit. Like I'm not sitting. Like I got, I have 23 miles in my tank. Like even if I wanted to leave, I couldn't unless I siphoned gas out of something. <laughs> okay, which I would be willing to do if my life depended on it. But like it, it like you could just feel. It was like watching. It's and JD last. What was the last one? Mar- Maria. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. Last year, yeah. Yeah. So like. It's it gets the vibes of like season one of Walking Dead. Oh, Where, Ghost Town. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, it's, yes. It's just like straight chaos, and people like tempers are high. Like if you cut someone off, they're laying on the horn. People <laughs> people are getting out of their car and standing in, in front of your car if you're trying to cut them off. Like it's a shit show. Real tense. You know oh, I'm I mean? not even kidding. It is cutthroat down here when it's hurricane season. You know, and th- and everyone's like, fill your bathtub with water. Like, what? For fucking what? <laughs> because people think we're not going to have power for three months. But what is that going to do for me? If I like, can't, I, I don't the water know. still get all nasty and stagnant. But but that's what I'm saying is like, like how, how is that going to help me shower? Yeah, I, I I don't know. <laughs> I went to Walmart today to help my mom, and I kid you not, this woman bought like six hundred dollars worth of groceries. Holy and maybe had like it was like twelve cartons of eggs, six gallons of milk. It was like six cases of Diet Pepsi. I'm sitting there like, what is this lady crazy? Yeah, uh, I mean, like it, it she, amazes me. She better have a generator p- powerful enough to yep. to fucking power the Hoover Dam because <laughs> it ain't gonna work. But she's got either a lot of liquor or a lot of weed, and she's having a party. <laughs> <laughs> but also wanted to take this time if you don't hear from us it's because me and dean probably don't have power <laughs> so, yeah. yeah 
Yeah, yeah. We need to throw yeah, that in safe, there. Boys. Yeah, if you don't hear from us on Sunday, we don't have power. You don't hear from us on Thursday, we may or may not be dead. <laughs> hey, Dino, you're dead, man. It's all right, man. I, I lived a long life. <laughs> not really. I'm scared shitless if I die. But I won't die because I'm a fucking survivor. Like, like you want to talk about TV shows that I think I could easily win, take out the political bullshit of it? I could win Survivor because I would be Tom Oh, my Hanks. God. I could, dude. <laughs> I would love it. I would just sleep all day. <laughs> just sleep. But think about this real quick. I know we're getting off topic, but like you are like every, everything that I would want is in that show, right? I get to disconnect from everybody on the planet. Awesome. Right. <laughs> I can piss outside all day. <laughs> oh my God. I can take a shit. And just walk into the ocean, and it's acceptable. And then I, and then I can just eat raw fish. Like, but bro, you're on an island in the middle of the South Pacific, getting absolutely fried. Dude, fried mosquitoes everywhere. You don't even have shoes on, bro. I don't want shoes. Oh, dude, you're gonna want some shoes. I'm no gonna shoes, make no shoes, nation down here. <laughs> I'm gonna make them, dude. Uh, Tell me, I win that game, hundred percent. Yeah, the last thing All I right, wanted to say, though, have you guys ever seen the meme with the Hurricanes where it's like Floridians when it comes to Hurricanes and it's like the Knights that are like, bring it on, and it's like the Sparta guy, and they're like <laughs> all yelling, and then it's like when it comes to when it's below 70 degrees and it's like they're all like scared and stuff. <laughs> Dude, that's not the good one. The good so one is, true. So the good true, ones is where it says Floridians when a hurricane's coming and it's Jordan Belfort from Wolf of Wall Street. And he's We're like, not I'm fucking not, leaving. I'm not fucking leaving. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's the shit. But I told you guys last podcast that I had a big question. It was kind of similar to the is the water wet hole deal. So I was on Twitter. I listened to another podcast. I'm not going to say it, but. And uh, I saw this tweet and it said Giancarlo Stanton had been cleared to finally run on an anti-gravity machine. So I thought, what even is an anti-gravity machine? Because if this is like space and there is absolutely no gravity, I need to find this and I need to try it. (laughs) So then I started thinking like, is the anti-gravity machine one of those things where like, you're like underwater and like you're running around? Because I know Jeter did that when he broke his ankle back in 2013. Then I was wondering, is it the one where like they like, wrap like your your up to your waist and they put like these like air pressure in it and it's like you're like lighter on your feet and i didn't know what it was so i'm sitting here and this is where the real question popped in my head does water have gravity is there gravity in water because fish float and so do people and so do huge cruise ships but there's a bottom to the ground of the ocean with like sand and stuff yet People float underwater and so do fish. Absolutely 100% gravity underwater because if there wasn't, everything would just be floating around all nimbly bimbly. Like, um, I think we float because of like what our insides are made of and like how much oxygen and whatnot we have inside us. Do you know? What? <laughs> How did you not like hear that? That was like that was. No, nah, like- dude, I heard the whole fucking thing. All right, like <laughs> I didn't know I was getting on here with with De Palma and Socrates. <laughs> Shit, I think like does this have something to do with the moon? Maybe waves. Yeah. Like I- no, gravity doesn't have anything to do with the moon. The, the tides have stuff to do with the moon. Exactly, but I think when you when you talk about why, first of all, cruise ships floating because of buoyancy to me d- makes no sense. That is pretty wild. How yeah, you get the like, correct buoyancy. Yeah, like that, that like that, that, buoyancy. 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 Sorry, Jesus, I sound like JD. Um, <laughs> who who last podcast said Sarica instead of Soroka? Um, <laughs> so, I, dude, I don't know. Like that. That's a that's an interesting question. Is there a way that you could tag a video on this machine that he was running on? Because I would love to see this. I would also love to try it. I, exactly. I don't. The other thing that blows my mind is, is, and once again, we're going off topic, dude. Like these are not the questions to have with me late at night. Um, <laughs> like how, how, bro. yeah, dude, like how a plane 
how you can jump out of a plane at a certain distance, right, and just go straight down, right? But at a certain point, if you keep going up, it takes you away from Earth. It's because the Earth's curved. No doubt. I'm just saying, like, that's fucking wild. <laughs> yeah, I don't want an answer for this because it's for another time, but why don't you feel like you're upside down if you're, like, all the way in Alaska, even though there's gravity? Oh my but it's, and then say you get on a plane to go to like Greenland and now you're on top of the earth and you still feel like the same. Oh my God. So that's a real, that's a real question. But no, I, we talked a little bit. Oh, hold on a second, I can tell you exactly why. Yeah. Okay. I, would, I would love to hear DePaul's answer. Dude, it's cause it's, cause it's a, it's a sphere and the gravity is a constant. Like, I think it's like 9.8 meters per second squared pulling against you. Like that's like what gravity is. That's like what Newton came up with. And like, it doesn't matter where you're at on that sphere. You're still going to be getting pulled the same amount of like, gravitationally. If you go to the moon that you still have gravity, but it's just nowhere near the same amount as earth is pulling on you. Same with, if you go to any planet, same with, if you go to Mars, there's still gravity on the planet. It's just not pulling on you like harder than it is on earth. So can I ask a, a question? Because uh, I want to, I'd like to debunk all the flat earthers. Um, does it, so how come when I fly, I fly straight and not like straight and down. I have no idea about that one. <laughs> <laughs> you got me. I mean, <laughs> bang, bang. I, I got nothing. <laughs> pew, 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 pew. <laughs> Next. Good question. Next. questions we come up with. But last podcast, we talked a little bit about Andrew Luck retiring and Dino said he wanted to hear your input, Deepaw. So, What's your thoughts on this whole announcement? Dude, all right. I'll be. I'll try and be brief with this. Uh, completely shocked. I was sitting outside the in-laws. Uh, we were outside having a bonfire watching the UM-Florida uh, game, and that news came across, and I couldn't freaking believe it. Um, only 29 years old, like the most protected position in the NFL. You just don't see dudes at quarterback retiring this young with – I mean, five more years, he could have got another huge contract. He could have made another hundred million dollars. Um, and like, I mean, what he, I totally get what he's saying. Like the last three years, he's had so many injuries. I get what he's saying, but it's just crazy for someone six years into the league to kind of lose the love of the game. And that's kind of what it sounds like. Um, you know, all earning potential aside, like he lost the love of the game and you just don't see that these days. So luck or RG three. Oh, yeah, dude, I'm going – when Dino – I heard Dino talk about that, and then I believe he texted me. If you would have came to me when they both got drafted and said, who's going to have a longer career, I would have bet my entire life savings on luck. No question about it. He's huge. He's 6'4", like 230, 240 pounds, prototypical quarterback. RG3 was running that option at Baylor, taking hits. Dino, like you watched him in his first year in the skins. That dude literally did not know how to slide, man. Like he looked so awkward trying to slide, like almost looking like he was hurting himself. And he just took hit after hit after hit. And lo and behold, you know, six or seven years into it, RG3 still bouncing around and, uh, you know, probably won't start another game, but, uh, well, unless because of injury, but uh, completely would have gone in on luck on that. It, so first of all, there was nothing more exciting than RG3's rookie season. Oh, dude, I was so like, I'm not kidding, Dean. I was so excited for you, bro. Yeah. I mean, he, he rushed for 815 yards. <laughs> I knew it was a lot, but that's a lot. Yeah. He rushed for 815 yards, had seven touchdowns. He threw 20. So he had 27 total wow. touchdowns and threw five picks. Wow. Okay, like came out gunning. Okay, when he tore his ACL in the he tore it in the Ravens game, uh, I think the last game of the season or the the, the second to last game of the season. Right. And they, brought, and they brought him back for the playoff game. I was gonna say he looked hampered. Yeah. Well, no. Here's the thing: people forget they had a fourteen nothing lead against Oof. the Seahawks at home. Oh. And then he completely severed it. Oh. Oh, dude, he went straight down. Yeah, and then I think they lost the game 28-14, and, and the air of the building was let out. That following, that following offseason, uh, that's where like, it really became a problem. Daniel Snyder versus who at the time I think was Mike Shanahan. And Shanahan wanted to start Cousins because RG3 wasn't ready. I went oh, to yeah, o they, took, they took them uh, both in the same draft. 
Yeah, so I went to, uh, what was it? Opening day, 2013. He, play action pass, play action bootleg, which was his, his specialty. Mm-hmm. And, and he was legitimately limping out of bounds. <laughs> Like you could see it in the stadium. This man is not healthy. When you have the conversation of who is better, there's no doubt about it. It's luck. RG three is only thrown for 9,000 yards in his career. His overall record is like 10 and, or is, um, it's like 25 and 35 or something like that. Or 15 and 25. Lux was 53 and 33 and and threw for 23,000 yards. I'm just going to go on record by saying, that first year, hands down, goes to RG3. Oh, Mike, 100%. After that, it's all luck. But once again, every single fan that was at that preseason game that booed Andrew Luck is the definition of a piece of shit. Dude, couldn't agree more. I think I texted you about that too. If I was at that stadium, not even being a Colt fan, I probably would have gotten arrested for fighting someone. Yeah, like I don't, I don't understand how like, – you can't blame somebody for not being – first, a four-time Pro Bowler – and won AP play, uh, Comeback Player of the Year last year and could not sustain it anymore. Once again, I don't think he's done. He's about to be 30. I think if he takes a year off, he might still come back. I, I don't think he's done. But you can see in his demeanor, he, he, just, he always hated the spotlight, the media, all that shit. Now he's got to answer questions every single day about his health. He's just done with it. Do I yeah. think he comes back? Yes. If he comes back, is he the same person? Probably but if he gets hurt to hurt again, he's absolutely done. But I, but all those fans, at, just scumbags. Yep. Yeah. By the way, Dean, did you know RG three is a? Uh, you know he lives like a mile away from WA. I I don't even know why you told me that. <laughs> I, it's a fun. Don't you like him? I don't know. Maybe you see him. He's at the Chipotle. I don't know. Walk in there, dude. There's there's a difference between like. Like being like 13 and like liking somebody and then being like 29 and understanding that every single sports game that you watch is, is, is like watching, you know, it's, no, it's like having a, it's legit. It's a business meeting. Like I'm, I I don't watch games for fun. Right. I I, like, do I enjoy it? No, I don't. I, I do not enjoy sporting events anymore because I literally will get, it makes or breaks my night. Sorry for saying that, then. <laughs> no, it's okay. If I saw him, I would probably dap him up and be like, look, bro. like, oh, If you were the truth in 2013, bro. Yeah, I'd be like, bro, like you gave me the best year of my life. <laughs> and after that, it wasn't your fault, but that was fucking miserable trying to watch you play football. In which he broke his thumb, I think, like two weeks ago. Oh. He, but he's so fragile. He's yeah, so he fragile. But fuck that. I'm done with that topic. Next. Well, let's get into some baseball talk before we start talking football-related topics. Guys, Justin Verlander was tossing the sixth inning versus the Rays for arguing balls and strikes, which I kind of think he really wasn't. He literally really said, like, two words, maybe, and then turned around, and before you knew it, he was thrown out. He was winning 9 nothing, and he was absolutely cruising through the game, and the umpire missed a strike-three call and threw him out. He didn't even say anything. I mean, the guy, I mean, Verlander after the game was just like, yeah, that's uncalled for. You know, it's another point of just why it, on my opinions, I do not like umpires, uh, especially home plate umpires now, because it's again, like we talked about, it's too much power, man. Like, listen, some guy can say two words without you, like, just like freaking out for no reason. Like, do you guys agree with me on this? Uh, I, uh, are, are you saying you just don't like umpires? I don't like how they have such a short fuse nowadays to where like you say one word, you're out. And, and like, I get that, but I, I go back to maybe they feel so threatened by their job right now that that's just the, the mentality they have of just like, fuck this. I'm not taking the shit anymore. If they want to replace me with a, you know, with a machine, go ahead. But like, also like what happened? He threw another pitch and he gave up a rocket to center field. He obviously didn't like that. Why? Who would? And not only that, we were talking about yesterday with the Glaber Torres situation. The Yankees didn't protest the game. Aaron Boo just said, I want a reason why that was called. You know what MLB said? Did you see? No, I didn't see it. Oh, that's our bad. That was an illegal uh, 
move by the umpire. He should have been safe at home, and it should have been a two-two game. So you're I telling me that. now. I knew that. So you're telling me now. And by the way, their their reliever Cody. I I don't remember his last name, but he's a new reliever. They just require acquired him from the Athletics, um, and he's been shoving actually. He does this weird toe tap, and they called it a balk or whatever. Oh, I saw MLB, that. Yeah. MLB later said that's also legal, and they called a balk on him. Uh, I think it was two games in a row or something like that. And they were saying that's legal too. And the Yankees were like, what's this? Like umpires are against us. But anyway, back on the Dodgers thing real quick. You're telling me if the Yankees have a tied record with the Houston Astros, the Houston Astros would get home field advantage. So you're telling me that doesn't matter now because that guy made a stupid call and didn't want to go and put like the headphones on and see if he was right. That can dictate the Yankees season. And this is more reasons why I just like, it's just stuff like this. It just pisses me off. Like it takes it takes two minutes to check, man. Two minutes. But your ego on the field makes like you don't want to look like an idiot. Like you know what I mean? No, I think you. I think you got to take the time and get it right, especially towards the end. Of the, like every game counts, and it's crazy. You play 162 of them, and at the end of it, it comes down to one or two games or a half a freaking game where you can point to something like that and say, well, we got freaking screwed right there. And, you know, yeah, we lose out by home field with one game. Uh, just to add on to that with the umpires, J.D., did you see how young that umpire looked to? I didn't look up like who he was or how long he's been in the league, but I feel like it's another freaking younger umpire doing it. Um, uh, there was uh, the dude, uh, he was, it was his first game against the Yankees. I, threw, I think he threw out Gardner and, uh, and Boone too. They are getting they're, – they're getting younger – and Which, you're exactly right. They feel threatened, bro. I, I mean, I, I just I look at it from like the sense of like if it, if, I, if I was I can't speak it, like if I could put myself in their shoes, you know, at a certain point, I'm like, OK, if you don't want us doing this, fucking get it over with. You know, it's almost bit- expediting the process, though, if they keep doing this. See, right. but my problem isn't is my problem's not the strike zone or like out calls. It's their power with it's ejections the mouth, yeah, and it's, thinking. It, uh, to, for for exactly. me, for me, it's two things. It's one, it's it's the quick trigger, and it's the mouthing off in areas that they shouldn't involve themselves. The dugout, to back to a pitcher, back at a manager, like they're not supposed right. to engage. Now, here's my other problem because there's a flip side to everything. Like if a guy robs a bank, right, and gets caught, I like thinking about you know his his side of the story. Like why did he do it? You know how did like how did he screw this up? Like I like I like playing devil's advocate. You and love watching. I almost got away with it. Absolutely. And be like, dude, why would you call from, from a fucking landline? You know what I mean? Like something like that. Why would you Um, use a credit card? Yeah. But in this case, Verlander's at fault too here because. Oh, get out of here. No, no, you do. You, you, okay. So you don't get the strike three call, but then the next pitch is still in your control and he hits a piss rod, but now you're only complaining because he hit a piss rod. If you cade him, you wouldn't be complaining. On top of that, you're up nothing. <laughs> I almost threw up. You know what I see, though, in that? I see a guy that's just being a competitor that's like, I deserve that. Like, that's a strike. And, you know, now this guy got a hit off me and I'm pissed. That's what I see. Yeah. I, I, no, I, think, I don't think what he did warranted an interjection. I agree with that, but... If I was an umpire, I'd be like, "Dude, you're up nine nothing. Execute a pitch." All right, exactly. Up. But you don't. But you don't run them right away, bro. You you go out there and you say that, or like you do anything other than that. And I, I think MLB can learn from the NBA here. Very rarely do you see a double technical in your automatic ejection. I feel like there. There. I'm not saying you call technicals in baseball, but there should at least be a warning, but like mandatory one warning before you get tossed. Now that's not saying you could be like, all right, you're warned. One more, one more word. You're out of here. And then they say something, then you toss them. But at least there's a warning. Yeah, I, I, I agree with you there. You, there should be at least a warning. Yeah. Um, but I mean, Verlander had naked pictures leaked. Fuck him. <laughs> True. But like I said, th- this is something that can be limited and this is something that can be avoided. I'm not yeah. talking about strike zone. I'm just talking about the short fuse that seems like I'm not going to say all of them, but 75% of them has agreed that it can be fixed. Um, little home run update. Mike Trout currently has 43 home runs leading all of baseball. Bellinger and Alonzo are tied with 42 and Yelich has 41 who gets to 50 we talked about this last time but this is a little bit of an update 
I took them all to get to 50, and I'm going to stick with it. I think uh, Yelich is the only one that scares me. Um, but, you know, he's been, he was hot as hell to start the year. He can go on a run. But I think Trout still wins it. I think I called that on a couple podcasts ago. I think Trout leads the bigs and dingers with 54. I'm sticking with Belly. I'm going with none of them. Why not? Ooh. That's crazy. You got a whole month. just hit another finger today. You got a whole month, and Trout only has to hit seven. He's Mike Trout. He'll hit three in one game, maybe four. I'm not saying he's not. I'm just, for the sake of conversation, I'm going none of them. I love it. I got all of them. You got none of them. Yeah, fuck it. (laughs) It's like throwing 10 grand on black and then turning around throwing 20 on red. Like, you're winning. You know what I mean? Speaking well, of, I'm, going, I'm going to Vegas with our boy Joe Schmo in about 22 days. Oh, dude, we got to get Schmo on here. We got to get Schmo on here for the uh, NFL lines. Uh, oh, we got to incorporate line. that, you know, like 10 minute session with Schmo exactly. on gambling. But <laughs> can I, can I uh, talk about something real quick? It's got yes. to do, it has to do with baseball. Okay. I have a problem with the little league world series bracket. What, the way it goes uh, national or like U.S. to international? No. How – so let me understand how this works, right? So my – the way that this works is you have a winner's bracket and a loser's bracket, correct? Yes. It's double elimination. Louisiana beat Hawaii – and automatically goes to the championship. Well, yeah, that's because they were both undefeated, Dino. No, they weren't. What? The, the Louisiana team was in the loser's bracket. They lost to Hawaii the first time. Are you sure they didn't beat them twice? 100%. They only, play, they only play one game at the end. That's the biggest bullshit in the world. If it's double elimination... Oh, they're, sh- they're saying... They're saying uh, it's double elimination until you get to the U.S. and the international championship, which is then a one-gamer. I could, yeah, if that's the way, dude, like, it should be, you got to beat the team twice, yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like, what's the incentive of getting out of the winner's bracket? Right, yeah. So I just want to get that off my chest. I think that's garbage. You know, I, I understand coming out of the loser's bracket's tough, but beat the team twice. That's why you don't lose. You know, like, yeah, exactly. That's why you go undefeated. So, so a team has to beat you twice. It wasn't that the same for that was the same way that we did for Legion. No, yeah, you had to get beat twice, yeah. Yeah, so th- there's an incentive of staying in the winners bracket. Absolutely. Yeah, sorry, that agree with you more. Yeah, that bothered me a lot. I'm glad you brought it up. We didn't mention Louisiana won the Little League World Series 2019. We didn't mention yeah. that we were giving updates. Beat yeah. them Hawaii boys. In my book, it's with an asterisk. <laughs> You're a Hall of Fame in my book. <laughs> But moving on to another baseball topic, Angel Hernandez was ordered to undergo an evaluation basically because people think that he's a psycho, I guess. Yeah. And part of his racial discrimination lawsuit. Uh, just thought it was hilarious and that we had to go through it. Guys, what do you got? Guy sucks. <laughs> I think the fact that he has to undergo a psych evaluation speaks for itself. I think everyone feels the same way about him. He's a scrub. Uh, but I just think that headline, I think I texted it to you guys, and I, dude, I literally was rolling on the floor laughing when I read that. But once again, I'm going to play devil's advocate. I, there's a part of me that does feel bad for him because he's so bad. <laughs> and people, I just hate him. What did you say? People just hate him. Well, dude, he's yeah, so I, bad. I just hate how he thinks he's entitled to like start like World Series games behind the plate. Like, are you crazy? Are you out of your mind? I think Vegas would lose a lot of money. If Dude, he was- I think he is. That's why he's undergoing the psyche, though. Exactly. I mean, it's crazy. <laughs> he, he's the worst umpire in MLB. Every time I see a bad call, it's him. Or Jim Joyce. <laughs> oh, poor Jim Joyce. With the dope handlebar mustache, though. Poor Did bastard. you guys also know that uh, <laughs> Joe West was retiring? Was he? He should. <laughs> yeah, so this is. I mean, guys like eighty years old. 
<laughs> oh my god, do you guys listen to Dan Levitard show? Levitard pissed me off. I'm boycotting Levitard. All right, we'll get into that another time. I fucking love Levitard. I went to go see him in New York when they did a live live show, but they play the looks like game, and the funniest one is Joe West. And it's so simple. It's Joe West looks like a baked potato. <laughs> 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 oh shit yeah yeah but enough baseball it's time to talk a little football uh De Palma, take it away yeah we got some topics here we got some nfl topics we got fancy football and we got college football boys all right first thing carly lloyd woman soccer extraordinaire two-time world cup winner everyone's seen that feel uh the the video her kicking that 55 55 yard field goal my question to you guys, all things considered, Dean, could she kick in an NFL game? Everything considered, including taking hits, being the last line of defense, maybe not her. Let's, let's pose that a different way. Maybe not Carly Lloyd, but could a woman in the next 10 years be a kicker in the NFL? Uh, that's a two-part question. So to, <laughs> to answer your question, the answer is yes, she can kick in the NFL. However... For my kickoffs, it would be my punter. See, I think she could do, or any woman could do, those kickoffs even better. Because I mean, maybe not even better, but possibly better than a punter, because they're used to that run up. You know, getting you know a twelve yard running, uh, you know, lead going into kicking it, they can boot that thing, man. If if, if they can consistently touch back it, I'm yeah. fine with it. I think there needs to be an addendum for the rule. Where, like, she kicks and runs off, and somebody runs on from the end zone. <laughs> like, but what, like, if, like, what if you have, like, a six-foot chick who's jacked? Like, you're talking about, like, one of those chicks in that lingerie bowl? <laughs> exactly, but she's got a boot. I mean, don't get me wrong. I, I want to see it because I think she can kick the shit out of the ball. And I think she's, I think she's worthy of of kicking field goals and she, and, and I can guarantee you, she's not going to give two shits about the scenario or the fourth quarter or whatever. She's played in enough big games, right? Probably on a bigger stage. Absolutely. Bigger stage. So I I'm a hundred percent for it. It's just, I, I get worried about that one kick return yeah. that go that goes to that one guy. That's like, I want to <laughs> prove a message and trucks the shit out of her. I could see that. And we got a problem. Right. Now you start talking about assault charges. Yeah, I was going to say something, but I'm not. Never mind. <laughs> JD, what do you think? you think she could kick in, the, in an NFL game, or you think a woman could kick in an NFL game? Absolutely. Absolutely think she can. That was, that was, that was very talented on that video I saw. That was, that was a very far I, – I personally haven't seen that. I mean, I think I've maybe seen that like maybe once or twice. I don't watch a whole lot of football, but that was impressive. I think like she had like a five or six yard head start to do the field goal, but like normally you're at like three yards. So like it could be worked on, man. She's got enough leg to do it. It just, I, I, I need to know, was that her first attempt or was she there for like 20 minutes? Oh, good call. I need to know that. Cause if she yeah. was there for 20 minutes and she was one for five or one for 10, like, right. I, that completely sways my decision. But if she went up there first try and just booted that thing through. She goes up there first try, sign her tomorrow. Who is the Bears kicker? Parky. Cody Parky. That that fucking guy had to had to like sell his house overnight. Oh yeah. Yeah, it wasn't good. Like you would have thought it was election day with how many signs were in his his lawn. Unfortunately, the signs were like kill yourself. You yeah, know what I mean? Good. So like while while I take my sports very seriously, I don't think I would ever go that far to find someone's house or send them a letter or anything like that, because I know for a fact they weren't trying to miss it unless some bookie, you know, paid them <laughs> off. Like, like, like fucking Nigel and the replacements. <laughs> Nigel. Which by the way, and then Falco pulls the ball. Great scene. Great scene. Which by the way, uh, hot off the press arrest warrant issued for DeMarcus boogie cousins. Ooh, for what? Um, uh, I don't know. I have a Redskins helmet that's like blocking the bottom line. <laughs> go skins. Yeah, go skins. Um, all right. Next topic. We're going a little fancy football. I want to share uh, an experience I've had in a league that's about to draft on Tuesday. My buddy Flanman, Dino's buddy Flanman, 
greatest twilight pitcher I've ever seen. Honestly, dude is the best through back-to-back no-hitters in a perfect game. Just completely shut teams down. Um, I've won this league twice that he does, including back-to-back championships. I don't know if you guys remember this, but you remember when Des Bryant, like three or four years ago, threw a touchdown pass versus the Detroit Lions in like week 15 or 16? Yes. Yeah. I lost a three-peat because of that. Flanman's down like five points with like three minutes to go, and Des freaking Bryant throws the touchdown pass. Regardless, the league got held to a vote to get rid of kickers and defenses in the league. I voted no because I think it's preposterous, but the league didn't share the same sentiment and they actually voted it through. I want to know your guys' thoughts on getting rid of kickers and defense in fantasy football. I hate the idea. I, I despise the idea. I, now, can I, I'm going to ask a few follow-up questions. Is it a two-quarterback league? With that change uh, was one of the flexes I voted to change. If that was going to happen, it had to be a super flex, a two-quarterback league. Uh, you don't have to do the quarterback, but it is a, an option as a super flex. So I think it, I think it adds the, like, the aspect of, of more offensive. You know, and, and, and this is my problem in anything is like defense nowadays is, is a second thought. Everything's 100%. offensive, offensive, offensive. I think if anything – Defenses should be valued more. Like if they pitch a shutout, should be like twenty-five points. You know what I mean? I think I think right. it should be valued more, which would make defenses more valuable. Like I think it should be two points per tackle if you have a defensive player. Kickers, I think, should be you know three points for for a field goal, and then an extra one, two, three, four, five, depending on the distance. So I don't think getting it out is is the problem. I think you just need to adjust the scoring. But I hate it. I think it's and I and I love and I love Flan to death. YTFB, you're the fucking best. Um, I just I, I think it's a bad idea. But once yeah. again, I don't I don't run the league, and I used to be the commissioner, and I retired from being commissioner in my league because I don't have time to send follow up emails to people, and it's annoying. <laughs> Dean, are you in the same league with him? No, I don't. I w- it wouldn't be in that bullshit league. Plus, I owe Flan like two hundred <laughs> bucks, which I'm gonna oh. pay him. And I owe my brother money. And my dad shook me down in a parking lot the other day for one fifty. Damn. Damn. I don't. A, a, can get, dude, a Dino always pays its debts, bro. That's what I'm saying. Like it'll take me. It, like it might take me two or three years, but I'm gonna pay my debts. Got to. JD, what do you think? You like the idea? To be honest, I really don't mind the defense part, but the kicker part I don't like. I just think it's ridiculous just because, like, I don't know. They, people think that kickers and defenses are irrelevant, but they're clearly not. I value kickers and defense, and I, I've won the league twice in four years. So, like, you got you to gotta get a top kicker, a top defense, and it, it, it goes for miles, man. What about Well, Taylor? exactly what you were saying. I do think defense is way undervalued now. Nowadays, especially like what I about totally agree with you that. what about adding like ten or fifteen points for a game winning kick? Ooh, make it a game changer. I, I mean, isn't it a game changer in, in real life? So why aren't they valued at a higher value? That's the part that like maybe I'll bring up to you know to the members in my league, which is like let's value game winning clutchness. Yeah, like let's let, I or mean, a game winning touchdown pass. They're the most undervalued position, I think, in all of sports. Dude, how many times does it come down to a, a you know a hundred and fifty pound kicker playing with grown ass men out there trying to win the game for everyone? And all the time. It, and it's, it's it's fixed. I can't wait to have that conversation with Schmo. <laughs> can't wait. All right, uh, last topic with football. We're going college football. It's Thursday night. There's some games being played right now, but college fo- football, in my eyes, doesn't start until that first Saturday morning game, man. You wake up like 9 a.m., you watch, you got the Premier League going on before football starts, but then noon hits, man, and you got 12 hours of straight football. It's the greatest time of the year. I got four games, Dino, that I'm excited about. I'm going to read two off, and if you want to read two back to me, and we'll kind of flip flop like that, all right? Time out. Let's hear it. You said you wake up early and you got the what? Oh, dude, the Premier League, bro, and the Bundesliga, the the soccer leagues, man. Shout out Ray, man. Let's go Dortmund. <laughs> you guys have no idea. 
Uh, <laughs> oh my god. I'm I'm not like why watch soccer? Well, dude, no, 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 no. Soccer's in the morning. Soccer's on at like seven. You can watch watch game day a little bit, but dude, game day goes over the same shit. The only part of game day you got to watch is the last 30 minutes when they start picking games and they got the special guest picker. No, no, no. I mean like why watch soccer in general when you can just watch hockey? Yeah, but there's hockey's not on. It's, you know, seven thirty, eight o'clock in the morning. Bullshit. I watched USA Russia at 7 a.m. <laughs> Drinking screwdrivers. <laughs> well, obviously I would watch that, but I mean, bro, I just, most of the time that that match isn't going on. I just can't. I, I just can't get down with soccer. I can't. I can't do it. They got this the the new VAR for yeah. you know offsides and all that shit. I just I, I'm not I'm not a soccer guy, and and maybe I'm not a soccer guy because I was never good at it. You know, I just I'm not a soccer guy. I, I would rather honestly, I'd rather play a game of guess who with somebody. In a in a seven game set, <laughs> then watch a soccer game. You could have not just described my opinion about soccer any better. So I mean, what turned it around for me was playing FIFA in college. I used to hate soccer, I used to despise it, all the flopping, all the bullshit going on. But I became really good friends with a lot of like international soccer players at my college and playing FIFA man and like seeing how passionate they were about it and like starting to understand the game. There's a reason it's called the beautiful game. And no doubt, there are times where you can go like 30 minutes without any good action going on, but all it takes is just one beautiful play, a couple series of events. It, it's exhilarating, man. That's for like high class soccer. I don't, I don't, I don't want to be watching like Bournemouth and Crystal Palace and shit like that. Like the high levels of soccer are very good. There's two things about soccer I respect. One, it's one of those sports where it's the. There's only two sports that. You are playing the. You okay. are not stop. You're not stopping like yeah. running the whole time. No, 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 no. It, it's it's the balls in play for the entire amount of game time. Right. You know, football. Football is like 13 minutes total with the yeah, amount it's of time. Yeah, not a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my god! I wish you just would have saw this UCLA play. Anyone who's watching who who didn't see the UCLA game, watch the last possession. UCLA. Fourth down or, or fourth quarter first, or second and ten, guy drops back, goes to throw it, and, and somehow throws it backwards. Dude, I'm watching now, it right now. Oh, my God, UCLA. It's just classic. Dude. Oh, my like, God, no. You know, and then big boy can't jump oh, on it. Oh, dude, it skirts through the lineman. Oh, that's horrible. That's another thing I don't understand. How are you 300 pounds and can't jump on a ball? <laughs> There's a reason they're playing the line, Dean. Uh, but, but, I mean, dude, you guys, like, whatever. But it's the only – it's one of the – hockey and soccer are the only two sports in which the entire game time, the ball is in play. That's one. Two, the, the, the perfection in passing yeah. and the tic-tac-toe, the strategic aspect of that's, it, I, I love. That's what I'm talking about, the beautiful game. Like when done right, it's absolutely amazing to watch. Uh, my favorite team, Dortmund, in the Bundesliga is notorious for being very offensive, like always attacking, 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 and you get these beautiful tic-tac-toes plays, these beautiful through balls. And, like, I mean, the top level, the Premier League does the same thing too. It really is beautiful to watch when it's done correctly. And it's a great environment. I got to include dude, that. The, best, dude, the, the crowd's singing the entire time. Like, they have all these fight songs and shit. It's amazing. Still don't think it's better than hockey. No, 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 no. It's not better than hockey. But I'm saying I love waking up on that college Saturday, man, getting in like two matches of uh, Premier League, maybe just sometimes just one if if there's only one good one, and then getting right in the 12-hour straight of football. All right, Dino, I got two games. I like Boise State and Florida State. I'm a Seminoles fan. This is a huge game for Willie Taggart. They didn't make a bowl game for the first time in like 20-some years last year. And it's a tough first game against Power 5 conference killer Boise State. FSU's three-point favorite. I think they cover. I think they escape by – give them six points. So I like – and because we don't have the NFL this week, we got college football on Monday night. You got the Irish versus Louisville. Irish are favored by 19. Ooh. The only reason why I, I have this as a game of interest is because Notre Dame is returning a lot of upperclassmen, including Ian Book, 
who I am con- who I am convinced should be an MLB closer. The dude has an absolute cannon. This team has potential once again to not only upperclassmen graduates. Yeah, you know, so uh, they're returning a lot of veteran leadership. Their defense has as potential again, but it always boils down to how good their offense can play. They cover the 19. I start thinking about where they're at in the next three or four weeks. Yeah, like I think they got him by three touchdowns. Um, the, you I may not be watching game. that game. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, be watching it, dude. That, that, that game, a, that game got moved look. because of the hurricane too. Yeah, that's a great point. I might, I may not even be able to watch it. So for everyone who's listening, that's 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 a that's a nice game. <laughs> for me, I'll be playing Uno, <laughs> Connect Four. Yeah, um, fucking spades. I think uh, I think the best game of the weekend: number eleven Oregon, number sixteen Auburn. At Dean's favorite stadium in the world, Jerry World, Dallas Stadium. Uh, Auburn is a six and a half point favorite. They got a freshman quarterback starting for the first time in 50 some years. That's going to be interesting on the, you know, Matt, this, the last game this dude played was, you know, his last game in high school. It's just mind boggling. And now he's going into, you know, 80 some thousand, you know, seat stadium with all of America watching. Can't wait to see what uniforms the Ducks wear. Um, um, it's going to also be interesting. They got Mario Cristobal as the head coach. I think last year was his first year. Came over from Bama. He's trying to build that team through the trenches, and he gets a great shot at it going against an SEC team. Uh, I think I think Oregon wins straight up, man. I don't even yeah don't even give me the six and a half points. I think first of all we had that on best uniforms. Yep, Oregon. I I I think this is like one of those games where you watch just because of the uniforms on both sides of the football. Uh, yeah, new school versus old school. Yeah. However, I, I, I'm not going to watch it because I hate the stadium. <laughs> now, having said that, I'm going with, and this is like a low-key game, Stanford and Northwestern. I saw that. Okay, Stanford's favorite. You know, UCLA just got a fumble. They're turning to the house. I just saw it. UCLA took them over in NCAA football, let them do a Rose Bowl. Let's go. <laughs> um, so Stanford's favored by six and a half. Over-unders at 47. Look, why do I have this, to be honest with you? Because I love David Shaw. I've always loved the way he has coached football. I think he runs a tight ship type of program. I think they're getting close to, to being back where they were. And, and to be honest with you, they're, they're one of the, the few teams out West that I think are consistent every year. Yeah, they always got a chance to win the Pac-12. Yeah, so I, I think that's – obviously that's the team to beat in the Pac-12. Uh, unfortunately, you know, USC has, has, has not returned to what we all hoped that they would be. Yeah. But, you know, speaking of Stanford, have you seen the picture of McCaffrey lately? No. Google a picture of him now. He is. I have have, like, you want to talk about NFL guys like David Pollock on, on college game day. Like if you look at his pictures when he played compared to now, and you're going to tell me that they're not on shit. (laughs) Yeah. Dude, McCaffrey is looking a little yoked right now. Yeah. Like, come on. Don't, don't tell me they're not on some sort of supplement that they found a loophole in that it is legal but it's illegal. You know what I mean? Yeah. Is that my dog? Yes. Get him a treat. <laughs> uh, for my third game, probably my one of my favorite nicknames for a rivalry game, the Holy War, Utah versus BYU. Uh, it's rare that a rivalry game is week one. I'm going with. I got nothing else to say other than I can't wait to see that game because it's a Holy War. Uh, I'm going. I'm t- I'm taking Utah. They cover six and a half points. The Holy War. It's a war. Isn't that tonight? Yeah, it's tonight, yeah. Okay, so uh, now I'm going to go with a little change up here. Ooh. Okay, I'm going to go, first of all, let's recap tonight real quick. Texas A&M's up 28 nothing at halftime against Texas State, and you're going to understand why I'm talking about this. U- UCF is up 55 nothing against uh, F- FAMU. Uh, uh, Florida, I don't even know what it is. Yeah, Florida A&M. And 
Clemson's up 35-6 against Georgia Tech. Now, let's talk about the games that I really could give two shits about because this is my problem with college football. Michigan versus Middle Tennessee State. Go Blue Raiders. Michigan is favored by 34 and a half points. <laughs> okay. Why in God's name am I going to watch this? I'll tell you why. I'm not. <laughs> I'm not. Yeah, I mean, that wouldn't even be fun to watch. Okay. That's, that's my I don't care. And then I have two other ones on my list that I'm going to try and keep my composure. <laughs> uh, all right. My last one. The FCS power, North Dakota State versus Minnesota. Minnesota is only favored by 12 and a half. Give me North Dakota State. Go Bison. They've won the uh, FCS national championship a whole bunch of years in a row. Dude, you giving me 12 and a half with the Bison at Minnesota first game of the year. All the wacky shit always happens first game of the year. Uh, I'm taking the Bison, the Bison and the points, man. There's, a, I mean, we saw it the first time with Appalachian State that year. Yep. I think they at beat the Michigan. Yep. Yeah. Uh, they had that, that, that quarterback with dreads, I think who was filthy. This is one of those things where North Dakota state wins that game. I think they, I honestly think they can, man. A couple things, dude, they're built on, they run like kind of like that David Shaw offense, like maybe a little less aggressive. Like they're running like three tight ends out there and just going to run the ball straight at you. They're going to use up the clock and, and, you know, make one or two plays when they need to. Yeah, I like I like North Dakota State. Even if they don't win, I think they cover. Now, absolutely, yeah, hundred percent. The, the now the two other games that that I have on my mind that I really could give two shits about. It's actually three games. Actually, I won't even say that. I'll just stick with the two. <laughs> uh, LSU versus Georgia Southern. Oh, that's the, that's uh, Georgia Southern rocks the triple option. Yeah, uh, don't care. Uh, LSU is <laughs> favored by twenty seven and a half. They're going to win by forty. Ooh. <laughs> Yeah, I'm mark it down. They're gonna win by forty. I'll bet you a number one Chick Fil A sandwich and an Oreo and an Oreo milkshake. They don't win by forty. Bet it's uh, like I have it, but I don't Either want that or a Philly cheesesteak. Philly cheesesteak, hundred percent. Right, Thank- Thanksgiving. Done. Okay, the LSU wins by forty. Okay, <laughs> no, can we call it thirty nine and a half? Because then the forty. No, you said even. forty. I know, but then we break even. Well, then we just go and we buy each other's lunch. That makes no sense because we get the same thing. But okay, <laughs> I'll roll with it. Um, the other one is – wait. Oh, Alabama and Duke. Okay. <laughs> Bama's favored by 33 and a half. Bama's, Bama, Bama's going to win by 50. <laughs> and I'll bet you the next day a Chick-fil-A sandwich on that because they're winning <laughs> by 50. If I had $100,000, I would take Alabama covering this game. This oh game this game is going to be 37-3 at halftime. I can't wait for I can't wait for Bama to win by 32. <laughs> I'll be so pissed. <laughs> but I'm telling you right now, they're going to get absolutely destroyed. Mainly because Alabama players who have come to the Redskins because it's basically Alabama 2.0 but every single Bama player that comes to the Redskins says that the Redskins training camp is child's play compared to what Saban <laughs> has them go through. Oh this God. team is 110% prepared not to beat somebody, but to absolutely kill somebody. Oh yeah. Going against each other all year and then finally go, yeah, going against someone. Yeah. They're going to, they're, it, it's going to be an absolute massacre, but between those two games, you're going to see 122 points scored by two teams. I'm done. I'm done as well. Next. Pull pod Thursday, guys. Topic for today is if you could have one pizza topping or a combination of pizza toppings, if you'd like for the rest of your life, what would you guys choose? Oh, that's tough. Are we including style of pizza as well? Yeah. Throw that in there. You got one pizza for the rest of your life. What are you going with? I'm going with a pepperoni stuffed crust. From Pizza Hut oh, or like uh, no, 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 a no, local no. no 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 it's got it's it's just it's like one of those things where like if I'm designing my best pizza I got you you know what I mean like I I, I can't say Pizza Hut Pizza Huts would be fire right. if if their sauce didn't taste like fucking ragu 
<laughs> shout, shout out to Dante DiVincenzo, who just banged threes against Michigan in the 2018 National Championship from Villanova. Redhead, nicknamed the Big Ragu. Woo! Uh, JG Donnie! Donnie! <laughs> JD, what you got? You guys don't like mine. I, want, I, 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 love, I love going to Vito's. It's a place in Fort Lauderdale. And I also love going to NYPD. It stands for New York Pizza Department. That's right. NYPD, New York Pizza Department. Best places in South Florida, in my opinion, to go to get pizza. I rank NYPD a little bit higher, but when I go to Vito's, I go and get some chicken parm pizza. And that's in my order every single time. The guy knows me. The guy knows that I want two slices of it. Hot, fresh. I'm eating it there. Wait, hold on a second. So, bits of chicken parm. It's called chicken parm pizza. You put bits of it on, and it's amazing. Isn't it just? Isn't it just chicken on pizza? Because like, isn't chicken parm chicken sauce and parm? So it's just like chicken on pizza. Basically, but he—that's what (laughs) it's on the menu. On the menu, it says that, and I just ask for it every time. (laughs) Okay, so guy knows what I want. Do you watch Barstool's pizza reviews? Yeah. Yes, I do. Okay, perfect. We are going to go to these two places, and we're going to grade them barstool style, one bite. Everyone knows the rules, and and and, and we're gonna. I'm gonna grade this. I'm, I'm gonna try a traditional. Hold on a second. Vito's. Did you talk about the place that we used to get at the baseball banquet? Yeah, but that's cheese pizza. Don't rank it on that, bro. No, 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 no. Stop it. You, you got <laughs> it. You have to grade a pizza based on the traditional cheese slice. That's what. That's how you have to do it. Now, I will do a specialty review, just like Barstool does, on this chicken parm pizza, which essentially just sounds like chicken on top of cheese. <laughs> but I, I'll, I'll give it a shot. But all I'm saying is, is like Vito's and, and this New York pizza department, I need you to send me those addresses. After I survive this hurricane, knock on wood that I do, I'm going to go do a review for Barstool. Almost threw up <laughs> again. Barstool? You're not going to do it for us? No, I'm going to do it for <laughs> us, but I'm going to tag Barstool because, like, like I, I, I just, you know, if you were to score it, like, are you talking about it's in the eights? It's in the nines? Like, I would say, see, here's the two things, though. When I go to NYPD, I get cheese pizza because I love their cheese pizza there. But when I go to Vito's, I get the chicken parm. I don't get cheese pizza. And I'm not a huge pepperoni guy, but I'll get pepperoni. I'll get sausage if I'm at a party, like sausage on pizza. I don't care. Hawaiian's not that bad, but I wouldn't say like it's my go-to if that's what we were asking. All right, I'm going. I'm I'm torn here, and and I'm gonna go with my gut. I'm gonna go pepperoni and jalapeno with a side of ranch. Got to have that ranch to cool down the jalapenos. Mm. If I could eat one pie for the rest of my life, I'm doing that. Something with, I don't know which pizza shop I would pick, but like it has to be like a nice thick crust. Like definitely tell it's fresh. Like I love that good thick crust. Uh, The other one that I was torn between was sausage and sweet peppers, man. That is just a fire combo as well. Uh, But I'd be good with either of those for the rest of my life. Love that. I I like the stuffed crust idea though, Dean. Yeah, I mean, like, but like the. I judge pizza based on like, like obviously like the texture of it's good. Like it's, it's kind of crisp, not, not like, I don't want to taste dough, but if I can eat the crust without dipping it in right. anything, on its own, yeah, that pizza's fire. Yeah, absolutely. But if you were to tell me like, Hey, like I can have any type of pizza, like with all, like my, my, my toppings is just pepperoni, onions, sausage, and bacon. You know, yeah, bacon was up there too. Bacon was an honorable mention. You no, know, I think they call that the, the meat lovers. Oh. With onions. <laughs> which I which I'm convinced I could eat an onion like an apple. Oh dude. Oh god, you're making me vomit. I seriously think I and, and I think I could eat I think I could eat a garlic clove bear. Oh. I think I could. I love garlic, but damn. Yeah, I think I could. Now I, I don't think my girlfriend would kiss me for a year. <laughs> But I think those are two things I could do, and I might do it for a video. You know, <laughs> Dude, if you, you I might. Oh my God, I'm not gonna be able to handle it if you take it. If you eat an onion like an apple, bro, I'm gonna lose it. I might do it. Oh God! Actually, you know what? I'm gonna do this. Babe, do we have an onion? No, get out of here. Never mind. Not now. All right, all right. My bad. My bad. My bad. I was gonna say I'm trying to see some video of you fucking yakking when you can't do it. 
thought he was about to press like the camera button. And we we're just gonna watch him <laughs> nap while recording. Right. And I mean, while we're recording, I was like, "What?" Oh, All right. my, my bad, my bad. All right, sorry. Got, but uh, Christian Yelich just got done doing the body uh, issue thing uh, for uh, ESPN, right? Yep, ESPN the Mag. Yeah, and uh, who did it better, guys? Christian Yelich or Prince Fielder? I'm going Prince. There's nothing better. Then that half swing, that's that's the best one in my opinion. It's funny too. hundred percent Prince, keeping it real for all the big boys out there. I'm I'm going with Prince. I'm gonna go with Yelich because I think him and I got the same arse. <laughs> I think I think it's a good looking arse. Just quality. You know. Talking about talking about Yelich though, Depalma, do you wanna what happened with the whole Roxanne situation? All right. Yeah, so uh Yelich gets tweeted at by, you know, like the equivalent of, uh, of Karen and a customer service or like, you know, coming up into a, uh, a store to, uh, telling him how disgraceful it was that he did the body issue. And she has, you know, young boys who look up to him and it's absolutely disgusting and disgraceful. And her name was Roxanne and Yelich with an all time Twitter barb says, calm down, Roxanne. He tweets at her. Later in, I think it was the next day, they played a day game, and he comes out to Roxanne by the police. Just a total great uh, Twitter troll job. Props to you, Yelich. Yeah, troll that's, of the year. That's a, that's a pro. <laughs> troll of the year candidate, absolutely. That is an absolute pro move. <laughs> but before we uh, wrap up this pod, it's time for the great Dean's final thought. Dean, what's your final thought for today? So my final thought for today is, and I'm getting off the educational tip. I'm, I'm, I'm giving you a recommendation. If you like beef jerky, which I'm sure you are, and this is free advertising. The best way to advertise is word of (laughs) mouth. So here's the word of mouth for this company because it is the greatest beef jerky I have ever had in my life. If you're interested, go to www.mojojerky.com. Do you like that radio voice right there? That sounded really good, Dude, right? that sounded really good. Do that again. Okay. So if you're listening out there, go to www.mojojerky.com. <laughs> okay. Now, you go to Mojo Jerky. Okay. Hold on, I gotta hit command and then and then go to it. There it is. Okay. <laughs> you go to mojojerky.com and click order jerky. And you will have flavors to choose from prime rib, Korean barbecue, honey teriyaki, real western, sweet heat, mm. hickory, black pepper, hot hickory, whiskey barbecue, whiskey scorpion, ring of fire. Recommend you don't get it. You will end up in a hospital. <laughs> and sweet garlic. Dude, my mouth's watering. Not only to mention, not only to mention, you can get the exotic jerky, which consists of Cajun alligator, pepper teriyaki buffalo, teriyaki buffalo, teriyaki elk. They're out of stock on the teriyaki venison, original venison, maple wild boar. Mm. Or amazing. Or if you want to get the ahi tuna jerky, which I don't even know what it is, there's an original peppered and lemon salt. Now, what is the pricing you ask? It's best deal is five bags for 48 bucks. It comes within two to three days. And yes, every Tuesday of every second week, it was jerky day at my apartment <laughs> and, and we would, we would open all of them and we would try each one. And like Billy Madison, nudie magazine day. <laughs> yes. But it was, it was, it was jerky day, you know? So jerky day was always exciting. It comes in like a UPS thing. Just you, you rip it open like the, like the fucking phone in the matrix when he gets it, you know? And it's like, it's, it's like, I'm not lying to you. This jerky is from Texas. Okay, I'm like 90% sure it's from Texas. Let me figure this out. Yeah, San Antonio, Texas. No one does it better than the Mojo Jerky. I tried it for the first time because one of the coaches I coached with brought it on a, on a trip, on a tournament that he bought at a festival mm. in Florida. So they're, they're, they're not well known. Here's your free marketing. I'm even going to tag him on Twitter on it because this jerky is the greatest – Jerky in the planet. <laughs> Mojo Jerky. www.mojojerky.com. <laughs> yep. That's making me hungry. Mm-hmm. But uh, that's it for uh, this edition of Major League Talk. Make sure to follow us on social media 
on Twitter and Facebook at JD with sports and Instagram at JD with sports.co boys. You got anything else? Hey, you boys uh, stay safe. Enjoy football. If you got power, but, uh, yeah, be safe out there and, uh, make it past a hurricane. We'll appreciate do. it. Appreciate it. I'm going to use my radio voice for this one and well, see ya. <laughs> Jump